we supposed to be having a fiesta? What's this? All right, guys. So thank you guys for for tuning in. Appreciate you guys hanging out. Spurs Film Room is brought to you by Spurs Tube TV. Check out the website. You can uh, go ahead and check out a bunch of videos, podcasts um, from different Spurs creators on the web. It's also the home of After the Buzzer. You can catch myself and uh, my guest tonight, Zach Montana, on After the Buzzer this season, covering post games for you guys all season long. Thank you guys for hanging out. Go Spurs, go. What's up, my international Spurs amigos around the world? Uh, hope you're having a wonderful day. Thank you guys for tuning in. Alexander, thank you for being early. And Aaron, appreciate you guys stopping by, man. So appreciate you guys that are hanging out live. If you're watching live, let me know where you're from. Where where are you hollering Spurs, uh, go Spurs, go from? And if you're watching post live, smash that like button down below and chant go Spurs, go when you, when you do. All right, guys. So on today's show, Zach and I are going to be going over some season expectations and kind of, you know, like the the twilight zone that we're in now, we're, we're actually a young team, right? And we're not an old team anymore. We're not a bunch of old farts. We're, we're probably one of the youngest teams in the league, right? So that's going to be a lot of fun when we uh, get right back with Zach Montana from the Spurs Way podcast. Two, one, zero, and liftoff. Isn't we supposed to be having a fiesta? Watch this. It's a very special day here with uh, with Zach Montana, man. Those of you guys that have ever listened to a Spurs podcast, you probably caught the Spurs Way podcast, one of the first ones that you listened to. And I got one of the co-hosts with me from that pod, man. I mean, I was telling uh, I was talking to Zach before the show started. I'm just like all you guys out here. I'm just like a fan and just excited to have Zach on and talk some Spurs, man, because uh, I mean, back to like 2017, 16, 18, like I remember just digging y'all's podcast, man, uh, for a while. So I appreciate you coming on, man, and just, you know, want to say what's up. Appreciate that, man. That's a, that's a pretty dope intro you gave me right there, man. I can't, I don't know, like, I, I can live up to some expectations right there, but I appreciate that. Hey, man, bringing you out of retirement, man. Oh, yeah. Hey, so you got to do it sometimes. <laughs> yeah, some of the people are just like, what? He's he's, he's going to do post-game shows? Awesome, man, because it's been a while, man. So um, before we get started, man, I just kind of wanted to, to go over the Spurs way a little bit and wanted to let my viewers in a little bit on your story and, and on the podcast story. And I don't know if you want to just give them a little little history review yeah. on, on yeah, your Yeah, um, well, I mean, if you all have. Rob said it best, you know, we've been around for a while and, uh, 
you know, uh, we started in 2015. We're both still alive. Nothing happened. We're just kind of, you know, <laughs> life took its course. And my co-host got a great job, got a big raise, and he doesn't have time for a little old podcast anymore. So that's just – and me, I'm working, I'm traveling. So it's just tough to get around. So, you know, at the end of the day, it's just – it's a podcast and we had to, you know, say, you know, we have our other priorities, but Mm -hmm. we're all here and we still love the Spurs. We did not become fans or something like that. We're still fans. (laughs) Life tickets course. Yeah. All right, man. Well, let's get into it, man. So a lot's happened this off season, right? This is like a big pivotal, pivotal off season for the Spurs um, in, in a big way, man. Like, you know, like, like we're, we're finally taking that step towards the future, we we've sidestepped the whole Kawhi deal and all that drama and everything that kind of the 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 demolition that came with all of that is kind of now settled and mm-hmm. we're able to kind of you know see through that smoke and and see what our future is and uh, kind of wanted to talk to you about your expectations for the season, man. So you know after everything that's kind of gone down over this off season, what are your expectations for twenty one twenty two? You know, my expectations are it's a win win. You know, they finally. I, as I agree with you with the Kawhi situation. I feel like they're finally kind of getting out of the uh, the fog from that because that definitely left a lot of – we had a lot of, you know, things to pick up from that. That definitely hurt what we were trying to build, and it put us like three, four steps back, and that's what the team has totally looked that, that way. You know, we've been struggling. Um, but with the young guys, it's interesting because, as I say, it's a win-win because if they win – then, you know, the, the back, the, you know, we did our job, you know, the, the scouting, the GMs, they did what they're supposed to do. Brian Wright, he did what he's supposed to do. But if they lose and it's not what it's supposed to be and they're struggling, they get a high draft pick. So, I mean, at the end of the day, it's a win-win for us, the Spurs team because they'll still be young next year. They'll have a bunch of great players under contract and be able to get a higher draft pick if they don't do well, pan out. But if they do win, then – you clearly don't need that higher draft pick. You can keep doing what you're doing, picking mid-level first-round guys, and mm-hmm. it worked if, they, if they're if they winning this year. So it's obviously DeJounte. All these guys have never really been high draft picks. So if they're going to win with them being 29 pick, 28 pick, Keldon 29 pick, Derek White late 20s. So it's just like it's a win-win. That's the way I look at it. I'm excited. I'm excited, so, to, be, I'm excited to be you know old at the game. <laughs> Yeah, I'm the 28, and I'm like, yeah. yo, you guys are some kids out here. I'm used to being like, look at these old grandpas running around. Yeah, right. I mean, ex- exactly, man. That's kind of you know the second thing I wanted to to get into into with you was like the fact that, like you said, like like our young guys is, are in this situation now to to really be in a win win scenario. Either they play, they do well, or they play, they get experience, and we lose, and you know we get a draft pick. Um, but you know, like like you, you and I have have been a you know Spurs fans for probably ever, right? Oh, I grew and, up. With, I grew up with Spurs gear on, so you know how it goes. <laughs> That's a, exactly. So I mean, I wanted to ask you: Is this like surreal for you? The fact that you know we're at this state where you know we're one of the youngest teams in the league, except our young guys aren't exactly young. You know what I mean? Like. You know, we, they, they have experience. They have more than veteran experience for the most part. You know, veteran experience is, I think, is like three years in the league. Um, so, you know, our young guys that are about to take that step have been, are like a little bit older. They're not exactly rookies or whatever. Rookies come in and get – some rookies come in and get all the run right away, right? And that's just not what happens here in San Antonio. So, um, 
I don't you know, know kind of like what are your thoughts on it. Learn that. It's about, I hope, I mean, we're still yelling at each other to this day. I mean, it's just, just the way it goes around here. Yeah. So, so what do you think, man? Like this, the, the young guys being veterans, being ready to go, cool. uh, you confident? And that, and the, I'll go back to, you know, what we've done the past three years with bringing in, you know, having Rudy Gay around, DeMar around these older vets around for these younger guys that, you know, Patty having these guys around to, to kind of show these guys the way. Cause you know, when we really had with Mon- when Monty retired, there was obviously the big three was gone and you really had nothing to like no culture, but you had these vets who have been around the game can, you know, teach them right and wrong, what to do, what not to do, what to expect, what not to expect. I think the, the group they had around these young guys, definitely help these these guys grow and mm-hmm. I, I, I if there was ever you know they might not have brought a lot of wins they might have you know had his tinker with the playoffs and not doing what we sh- what we're expecting honestly i think like the group we had is going to be a good group to help these younger cats kind of understand what to expect and have be able to like okay we we saw rudy do it we saw demar do it we saw yeah. patty do it and it's like okay and not that like those guys are world beaters when they were here, but Demar was great when he was a spur. Rudy had his moments. Patty, we don't have to even get into what Patty was doing. So I feel like if you learn from those guys, you're definitely better in presence. That's going to help these younger guys grow. So I think that's a big plus. Even they're not on the team, but I think the fact that they've been around them, that's going to help. And as you said, these guys are old in NBA terms. They might mm-hmm. be like, you look at the driver's license and it might say 23, 24, and they might, oh, this guy's young. But no, they're yeah. like old. In tw- like Derek White is old and considered in, like, like yeah. he's going to be like our old guy and yeah. he's young. Yeah. So the guys we added, Doug, Zach Collins, we got Bryn back. I don't understand why people are hating on Bryn. I can throw Bryn back into being with one of those young guys, even though he's old too. And he's, yeah. he's like 28, which is considered old on this team. When you look at it on the roster, you're like, 28, this guy's guy's a grandpa <laughs> on the team. Yeah. So, so I'm excited. I think we did well, I think, with like what we brought in this summer mm-hmm. uh, and kept it young with mm-hmm. what we brought in. Yes. We didn't bring in really like any old guys with it. We brought in young. I mean, I think it's going to be a pretty exciting season. If you're a Spurs fan and you're not excited, win, loss, draw, whatever happens, it's going to be a fun season to watch. Yeah, it's going to be the funnest season that we've had pro- probably since the year that Kawhi got he went down with with Zaza. You know what I mean? Like that year we we're, we were making our run and all that and all that noise and then after that it's been oh my god, it's been nothing but depressing. And yeah, you know. and this year has all that upside. And yeah, and that's why I agree with I mean, I think you're going to have a lot of breakout, a lot of touches for guys that are not used to getting these amount of touches, these amount of shots per game these amount of pick and rolls for them. DeMar, I mean, let's be honest. As much as DeMar had good moments for us, he did he was a vacuum with the ball and it did yeah. it to him and it stuck. And he had a lot of, you know, he would pass the ball, he had his assist numbers, but the ball goes to the goes to the block, he dribbles down, does a little back down, gets a gets a double, kicks it out and you're back. To, and so it's like you're really not yeah. even getting Lonnie Walker's true talent. You're really turning him into a catch and shoot guy when yeah. he's more of a this dude wants to dribble and run by people and use his moves and cross you up, hit a little step back. That's We saw Lonnie do that when he was when he went off against Houston. Yeah. And so and I think we're limiting these guys and putting them in kind of a bubble and saying you're, you're, this is 
Well, that's what the Spurs do, but you're limiting players that that's normally not what they do. And yeah. I think Lonnie will be better with more touches, more downhill touches where he's yes. getting a pick and roll instead of a catch and shoot situation. Yes. So I'm excited to see that. Dude, absolutely, man. So so I'm gonna go back to your veteran point because I think I think you're right on the money, man. It's like we kind of had to endure a little bit with the veterans that we had and 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 the fact that we were like putting so much on their plate, like Rudy, like really like go to work, Rudy, every single time you, you get the ball. Patty, don't turn down a shot. Matter of fact, Patty, we're gonna run like 70% of our plays for you when you're oh, on yeah. the floor. You know what I mean? Like, like we we dumped the 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 we put the dump trunk in reverse and backed up the responsibility on those three guys for the past two seasons, for sure. You know, um, you know, LaMarcus Aldridge, whatever, and a little bit before that, but this past season, they ate up everything, right? They ate up all the touches, but what I've always, everyone had something to say about it, right? Everyone always had something to say about those guys getting all the touches and, and the young guys not getting it. But what I, I think you're absolutely right in the terms of these young guys were still learning and they weren't, they're not rookies and sophomores, but they weren't necessarily ready to, I don't think they were ready to kind of take that load um, this past season. And I think watching them, watching Rudy and Patty and DeMar take that responsibility and them having to take that back seat and be passive and and kind of see these guys work on on a night, on a night to night basis, you know, and they got it done for the most part. Rudy played had, I think Rudy had a great season compared to maybe the the previous two. Um, Patty Mills was on another level and DeMar played great too. I thought DeMar was an all-star snub at that point. So, I mean, they, they've seen what it takes a lot of these young guys now, um, you know, but like DeJounte and Derek, let me ask you about those two guys. DeJounte and Derek have been around maybe more of the, 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 the old Spurs culture a little bit more than everybody else now. Right. Cause those two are, are the more veteran dudes on the squad. Um, ten, longest tenure, right. With the team. Uh, do you think they're going to be able to like shoulder that load, and also, like, keep the Spurs way goggles on, like, for these young guys and 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 take that role because I think I think they're going to have to. I think um, if there's ever a person that is loyal to the soil, as they say, is this Dejounte Murray, and he's going to you know ride with San Antonio. And I think you know with him being around, even back in that two, the season you mentioned with Kawhi getting hurt, he was back around then. He was playing big minutes that season when when Tony Parker tore his quad he got thrown in the fire so he's been around he's not like he's some new guy and he tore his acl and all this i mean poor guy he's been through Mm -hmm. it i think last season you saw a big jump from him and unfortunately with Derek, you saw a lot of unfortunate toe injury lingering getting it hurt on the first game back and then covid right after that I'm not even going to judge what I saw from Derek White last season because yeah. at the end of the day, he was – and then he has this little stretch and then he rolls his ankle again on some and, – and none of them are like – it'd be one thing if they're non-contact injuries or in like he's just – but he rolled his ankle on Jakob's size 22 foot. You know, yeah. like he, it's, it's just unfortunate. These unfortunate plays, COVID, you can't – I mean, no, he can't stop that. And it's mm-hmm. so unfortunate that he caught that right when he caught it and he was on a tear. Yeah. And then it's just like boom, boom, boom. And then the ankle roll and the Spurs win one game the rest of the season after like – and, and it's just so it's like this poor guy. you know. Yeah. And so I can't judge what I saw from Derek last season, but I can mm-hmm. judge what I saw from DeJounte. Mm-hmm. So if I'm going off that, I'm thinking that they both make a big jump. I have no – I have nothing but confidence in that group. Keldon, yeah. I've heard everyone talk about – 
when when players come back, I don't mean to switch it, but I just think every player on that that these young guys should be super confident because everyone who comes back, every player I've heard interview after an Olympic, when you're on the team, you win a gold, you're feeling some type of way. You're yeah. Like, oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm the guy. I, I yeah. can do this. So I think you got a bunch of young guys, and I think those two guys, Dejounte and Derek. I think if Derek gets his. I mean, he was shooting like six threes, seven threes a game before he yeah. got his injury, and I'm yeah. cool with that. I'm, yeah. I'm down with that because I know that if when he gets in a rhythm, mm-hmm. we've all seen it. He can get going, and I don't think last year he ever really got in a rhythm. That's something you got. You know how it is. You got to play. Mm-hmm. You can't just, yeah. oh, I'm broke my toe, come back. <laughs> oh, I broke my toe, come yeah. back. Oh, I caught COVID, come back. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, it's just like these nah. guys. I'm excited. Those yeah. two guys. In the backcourt together, mm-hmm. defensive monsters. Yeah, they're gonna have your one-two locked on every night. They they're yeah. both dogs, and I think Dejounte, that guy, just has a chip on his shoulder. And yeah, Derek, obviously, I think after last season, gonna have a chip on his shoulder. Yeah, man, dude, uh, you hitting it right on the head, and I'm on that same page with you. And and there's not a lot of people that believe like Derek and Dejounte can like lead this like our organization into like the next step. And, and I think it has to be, and it's not if, it's, it has to be those two guys. You know what I'm saying? And for every reason that you said, DeJounte is uh, loyal to the soil. Like you said, I'm going to use that now, man. I love that. And that's perfect He's to describe to DeJounte. Yes, dude. And and you're right. Everybody's up for, like, um, everybody has something on, on their shoulder this season. Like it's like you said, Keldon with the, with the gold medal. And I'm on that boat. I, I, I agree. And I say that. When you win a gold medal, if it's in a FIBA tournament or if it's in the Olympics, you you have a they you have, you just have a way better season the next year. You know what confidence, I mean? Confidence is crazy. You can't especially in the game of basketball. You, you I mean that's like you've seen it. You've seen how even the 2014 season when we got confident. These guys, you you weren't going to stop. I think confidence is mental. The mental game of basketball is so yeah. much, and. I feel like if you come back with that edge with like, yo, I was playing with these dogs. I was running with Kevin Durant daily. It's only going to get better. Yeah. The best in the world. I was going up against the best players in the world. Iron sharpens iron. That's the way it always has been and always will be. You're not going to get better playing against weaker competition. I love that. I think, I think that's Keldon said that before. If I'm not mistaken. Um, I love that that phrase, iron sharpens iron, because uh, that takes me back to him going to Austin or staying in San Antonio. And uh, he was just saying, like, you know, he wants to compete at the highest level because, you know, that's what's going to make him better. You know what I'm saying? And um, and all that, dude. So so on the money, bro, I, and like Devin Vassell's coming into his sophomore year, had a, re- had a pretty good summer league, just ready to – I think he's just ready also just to show everything. You know what I mean? Because I think he's another sleeper dude that just has so much in his bag. Yeah, I was reading. Uh, I mean, uh, the Spurs are posting some, you know, uh, Q and A stuff from Derek White today, and they asked oh, yeah. him, you know, who's taking the biggest jump, and he was basically saying, "I think all of us are going to take. It. I can't. There's not one person that I'm going to point out. I think all of us mm-hmm. are going to take a match." He's like Lonnie, Keldon, Deb. I mean, he named all these guys, and it's like yeah. I can't agree because I keep going back to it. These guys didn't play bad, and you put them in situations that are going to you know, make them better, put them in better situations to score. Lonnie, you know, Derek, you're going to have a lot more of, I think you're going to get more of Spurs ball movement this season where what we're used to, where the ball is just flying around. Yeah. Whoever scores, scores, mm-hmm. and we're going to keep it moving. Because with we're really not going to, who's the vacuum? Who's going to suck up all the shots in the starting lineup? 
and in the, on the second string because it's really you really have no guy who like you can like okay this guy is going to take 12 13 and you really don't who are you going to look at right who's doing that we don't know yeah i think it's going to be more of a spread out type basketball like we're used to when we when we grew up watching the spurs when it was you had eight dudes in double digits and everyone was getting getting minutes everyone was cooking people getting good shots i think that's what it's going to be yeah, man, we're built for that. I think that's we've done a, a great job building this this roster to compete at that level with Doug McDermott, Zach Collins, and some of these new pieces that they're bringing on, bringing to the team. I think only add to that formula. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, and I think they brought a bunch. Of, I think with Zach Collins, I think you got a guy who will be something. He just mm. once again, you got you got bad injury after bad injury, and you can say what you want, but you got him on a team friendly deal. With like, I think his neck, he will have one season guaranteed, and yeah. next season is like a half season, and then he's not even guaranteed the third season. So, yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, people look at the car like, oh my god, and like, no, it's only a season and a half guaranteed. Yeah. So if he doesn't pan out, he doesn't pan out. But I personally, it's not because my name is Zach. I don't have a bias. <laughs> it's just because I think he's a good basketball player. He's a dog. Yeah, he he is. likes competing. That's another guy who yes. likes competing. Yes, dude. And and he's a smart passer. He's a good facilitator. He can spread the floor. Uh, he pushes himself on defense. I love it, dude. I, I, everything that I've seen from Zach Collins, for sure, I, I love it, bro. Um, yeah, and like you said, Brent Forbes coming back into the mix. I don't have a problem with that. Um, I think it's it's like a, a 100 for 100 when you're talking about culture and and establishing like principles with with all that. So um, And his shooting, like he's, he's a great shooter. If you don't want a guy on your team that shoots 47% from three-point line, I don't know what you're smoking because that's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. crazy talk. The guy shot 47% from three, and we we can't hit a three to save our life. In, in, <laughs> I know. In, so, like, what, what are we asking for here, guys? You can go on Twitter and complain all you want and say, yeah. well, we don't shoot threes. But then you can't go on Twitter and complain when they sign a guy who shot 47%. <laughs> they have it both ways. Oh, man, dude. And you know what's funny is that – uh. Uh, during this season, I can remember plenty of times like uh, thinking, "God dang, we should have kept Bryn. Why do we let? Why do we let him go, man?" You just need a, we're like, we, I just we just need a shooter. I just need a we guy who can shoot. Literally, just like one that's not Rudy Gay or Patty Mills, like just one other shooter on the it floor. It was it was funny though to see Twitter kind of erupt when that mm-hmm. happened because I mean, you have people who the whole season crying about not not having a three point shooter, or a consistent three point shooter, someone who can just sit in the corner. And honestly, if you want my God's opinion on Bryn, I think Bryn got sold. I think I think Bryn got put in a bad situation his final season here, final two seasons here when he was mm-hmm. starting. And DeJounte got hurt, and they had him playing the one and two. They had him playing the two. Poor guy was getting matched up with the other team's number one every night. That's mm-hmm. not what he's supposed to be doing. I understand that he's a great shooter. If you use him right, he'll, shoot for, he'll hit – Three threes a game for you, and yeah. you keep moving. And it's like, okay, we him 14 <laughs> minutes, and you, you can act. And, and that's what we couldn't really hide him yeah. in those previous seasons with him here. I think we can hide him with these lineups that we yeah. have. We, you point. can set him next to DeJounte. You can set him next to Derek. You can put him on the one. Instead of having him play, he was playing the two. Brent is 6'2". Yeah. He should not be playing against – you know, CJ. I remember CJ McCollum gave him the business, when, and it was just like we were like, "Oh my god, poor guy!" And I'm like, "This guy's such a beast." I'm like, "No, this guy just you're putting him in a bad spot." Yeah. 
So let me ask you then, like, uh, so so you're leaning towards Bryn sliding into the in the point guard spot. Well, I think I think you run him and Lonnie next to each other off the bench. That's okay. my personal preference. I think them two off the bench is great. It, I really don't care where you play him. I think he's going to get minutes in this team, twelve to thirteen minutes a game. I think a lot of I think we're going to be ten deep. To be completely honest, we got we got a lot of players that are going to get minutes this season. Um, so I'm excited. I think there's a lot of things that are going to be a lot of moving pieces this season. I, the roster still not even fully set. We have yeah. 17. Six, I think we have 16 dudes still, and we got to narrow it down to one more. So I mean, I still think there's going to be another trade. That's just me. I think Daddy's Young is not going to be on the roster when the season starts. Yeah. Um, which is great because then the Spurs, Brian Wright, hit hit it out of the park again because then he's probably going to either get a draft pick, a young mm-hmm. player back, something good. For, I mean, there's a reason. I, I People were yelling and getting mad at this guy. I'm like, let him work. Let the guy do yeah. his thing. It's, it's his – he's got to – as I reiterated when we were talking, we're still working out of that fog with Kawhi. So he's still yeah. doing a lot of stuff where he's got to like – he's maneuvering and he's working with the yeah. – he got a bad – he got sold a bad bag of stuff. He, he had to work with mm-hmm. it. You know, you're like, okay, yeah. I got to deal with this and I got to – make the best of it and i think with mm. going young with getting thaddeus young back with that demar sign and trade you have a trade piece thaddeus young was a great player last year yeah great player so mm. i think you get another good trade piece back and um you're gonna get i know phoenix is in the talks with them i heard Jalen smith whoever else comes with it i mean that's a top that's a top 15 pick that you're gonna get back yeah for it so and Spurs need to get big. That's a big issue we had last year. We yeah. had two centers. And it's like, how are we – I understand the game has gone small, but sometimes you got to go big with these teams. Yeah. Valentinus is eating us alive in the paint, and we can't mm-hmm. do anything about it because we have two centers that can't do anything about it. So, And I was just yeah. – roster issues. You know, yeah. so what can you do? That's not mm-hmm. Brian Wright's fault. Brian Wright, that was – and I think – you know, with bringing these guys, I think Zach Collins is a dog. You're gonna use him in a four and a five. Yeah, I think Jock, I think the new guy Jock from Australia, I think he's yeah. gonna be a dog too. And that's yeah. what I think. we got a bunch of like, yeah, got a bunch, yes, of, got a bunch of like dudes with that are mad at the world, and I like that. Yes, man, and we've kind of been a little, a little uh, laid back with our like with our veterans and all that stuff. Like they play hard and they they're pros and all that stuff, but yeah, they don't have that, they don't have that young like like fight. You know, that wanting to prove something. And all these guys have something to prove, man. All of them have something to prove. Lonnie, KJ, Lonnie's in the extension year. Um, actually, this kind of leads into to, – I was thinking about this right now when you were talking. You know what? What I've been watching a little bit of film lately from this past season, mm-hmm. and I can't get over the fact that we need help, like, with, with defending the rim. We need size, right? And I, I think oh, yeah. that's probably was, – was along with shooting was our biggest issue was that Jakob played great, but Jakob couldn't do it all by himself. And, you know, when – when um he's on he the floor with crazy foul trouble unfortunately that's not his yes and, and and like we had someone else that you know we we're running kj at the small forward you know we're running demar at the three you know so we're obviously gonna be small you know but we can slide you know my in my opinion sliding Keldon up to the three and putting someone in at the four spot that can also defend the rim at a high level is is, is one of the keys to like like us just working in in general and yeah, and, and just for my solution, I wanted to ask you, and I want your honest opinion on uh, on Luca, because I think Luca and Zach and like a Jock Landale, like those three dudes, can all bring something to the table at complementing Jakob at that four spot. 
Yeah. Um, my Luca take, I, I like the guy. I honestly, if you were looking to build like a basketball body, you're building that guy. <laughs> yeah. And so I think it's a between the ears thing. A lot of it, I think it's a between the ears. And I think, you know, if you give him a chance, he, he had moments last year. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I want to trust that the Spurs are just, you know, they even said they were like, this guy is a few years away. I get it. And this is a few years away. Yeah. A few years are done. Yeah. You know, you, it's, He's got something got to, to prove too, just like everyone else. Yeah. Right. And I just, you know, we can all post workout videos in the gym. Yeah. We can all do the, you know, we're beating our coach when no one's in the lane. I gotta see. They it. give you one little half step of defense, and then watch you just go. Yo, I got. <laughs> I, I gotta see stuff, it. Dude. I gotta see it. I, yeah. I really had to see it, and I think he could be it. I think he. There's a. There's talent there. There clearly is. They. They've been scouting this dude since he was like 15. They've been had his eye. They. They he caught their attention for a reason. He's not. Like he's some bum. Yeah. So. I think there's something there. Yeah. That's me, and I and I think what you're. I go. I go back to saying we need a. We needed a four, a legit four. Yeah, we had. We were playing with a three at the four, and yeah, Kelvin had a game where he had twenty rebounds or whatever. But that that's circumstantial. That's against. He got, a team. It, he got exposed like against Jaron Jackson right in, in the playing game. That is a perfect example of why he needs to be the three. That's oh, what four. I'm getting. That's exactly. So like when he had the twenty rebounds, okay, great. They're probably running a dude Kelton size at the four two. Yeah, but then we're playing playoff basketball here. This isn't just okay yeah. another one of the eighty two. This yeah. is one of one to get. It. So they're gonna you know scout. They're gonna game plan, and they went right at that. Yeah, Valanciunas was eating. I, I was watching the game, just like okay, really guys. He had a twenty and twenty game, I think. In that, in that game, no, yeah, they, we couldn't do anything. He was tapping. Yeah. He was doing all the stuff. Shots were getting tapped in. Yeah, I, I was at the bar with the buddies. I was wasn't happy. Yeah. Wasn't happy. Yeah. So yeah, I agree with you. We got to – you have to have a legit four. Either if it's going to be Jock, if it's going to be Luca, if it's going to be Zach Collins, it's got to be someone who actually is like 6'10 and above and yeah. has some weight on them. Yes. Like like let me just kind of go through those two two teams just off the top of my head. Like Valanciunas is now in New Orleans, right? It's going to be him and Zion, right? <laughs> Probably at the four and five. Yeah, yeah good luck. Let's, let's go back to Memphis, and they got Stephen Adams now, and it's going to be Stephen Adams and Jared Jackson. Is it Jer- Jared Jackson? Yeah, like dude, two huge dudes, and like you know, I mean, we all know like Anthony Davis and all those dudes too in LA. They're all big, um, and we just could could not, bro. Yeah, and and they're like, like rebounding was a bad big issue. Rebound was, I mean, so bad, and three point three point shoot. I think we addressed both. Mm-hmm. I think you get, you know. Doug McDermott, obviously, we know what he does. You don't, you don't have to like come on here and be like, "Oh, Doug McDermott." We know the guy can shoot. That's what he does. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's just like yeah. okay, it's a given. Yeah. And then you get Zach Collins. That that's your four that mm-hmm. can slide into a five and play small ball. He played a lot of minutes at the four his rookie season, and then played a little bit some minutes at the five. But I, I think Nurkic was hurt. There was some reason for that. He's he's a four. So you're mm-hmm. throwing at the four. He's six eleven. He's legit. He's tall. He's yeah. a big. And so then you, I think you address the situation. Then you get Brent, three point shooter. Uh, I I think this season should be interesting. I'm excited. I'm I'm so excited to just get back because, to be honest, I, I went to. I'm very blessed to have season tickets within my family, so I go to the go to these games. And when there's only three thousand people in the games, it was super weird. And I get it. It's 
I'm sure being a player, being there playing, it was super hard to get up. Yeah. Like it was so different um, being a fan. I, I like it was so hard to get up for a game. Like it's just like, who am I gonna celebrate with? Like, I'm not even allowed <laughs> to high five the people next to me. You know, at the games. Yeah. You know, so it's like, dang, it's like. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really stoked to get back in there and have a full stadium yelling for the young guys. I, they deserve it. They deserve it. They obviously they they've gone through two weird seasons. Um, and they've been grinding their butt off. I, yeah. I, I know they've been grinding their butt off. So they deserve us to be behind them 100% win-loss draw, as I said, because it might not be what we were expecting. It's not going to be a 60-win season. It's not going to be a 50-win season. Who knows what, 40, 30? It, hopefully, mm-hmm. that's what we're banking on because that would mean it was a, a successful season. Yeah. If you're in the 20s, you better hope it's over 24 so Pop gets his most wins of all time. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Because right. that, that's really what I'm hoping on. All right. I like that. I like that. Um, I think it's got to be over 24, man. I think it has to be. No, I'm just, I'm just saying. If it's in the 20s, yeah. you got to be over 24 because Pop needs that. Yeah, you know, if people talk about, our, you know, should we tank? I'm like, no, we just won't. It won't. Like, there's just no way. Like, we're just – we're going to play our tails off on on defense. And when you do that, you're not going to tank. You're not in, in a position to tank. You know what I mean? You're in a position to win basketball games. So there's um, no reason for them to go into the season and be like we want to lose. Yes. That's not the way it's going to be. I think if you lose when playing hard, it's going to be a beneficial for the team. It's not that I don't want to be some team that trades away everybody and it's like, okay, we're trying to lose. If we lose because we lost fair and square and these guys are working their tail off and we just don't have the talent, then I'll tip my cap to it and I'll be understanding. Yeah. But I don't want, I hate. Like what Houston did last year, trading every, like getting rid of everything, it's just that's not what I think the Spurs will ever do. No, so that's not. I don't think we tank. I think if if we lose, we just lose and we just call it a day, and then we get a good draft pick, and then everyone's happy. Yeah, shout out to uh, Jude McLaren in the chat room, who's also a uh, Spurs uh, Tube TV contributor. Is going to be doing uh, post game shows over there as well. Um, All right, so uh, you know after talking with you, man, and I, I really appreciate you coming on. And uh, I think we're on the same page with these young guys being ready to go and ready to take that leadership role. And, and I think they're ready. You know, I think that they've all been just like salivating at the mouth for these touches and for these minutes that they're about to get. So it's all about them being ready, putting in that work, being, being ready to bring it on a day-to-day basis and, and soak it up, man. Yeah, it's going to be exciting to see. I think you're going to get a lot of ups and downs this season, a lot of great games where you're like, yeah. oh, my God, this is this is it. And then yeah. you get some games where it's like, oh, come on, guys, where was that? But I would rather them – I'm more of an on-the-job training guy. I don't like yeah. learning sitting around. So yeah. these guys are only going to get better by playing. You never, got, yeah. you never get better by watching film of other people. You got to get yeah. out there and go do it. Yeah, you need to go play. Um yeah, man, I'm looking at this schedule and and the schedule's tough, but you know, I, I I'm I'm doing like this little mini series of of the schedule, breaking it down like 20 games at a t- at a time, and I've I've done two episodes so far, so about 41 games into the into the season that that I've kind of gone over, and it's a tough schedule. It's it's not it's not easy. Those first 20 games, there's a few more gimme games in there, but but out of those first 40 games, like the first half of the season, it's going to be tough. But I am uh, what I've been saying is that challenges are good. And these guys are only going to get better. Like you said, iron sharpens iron. And we need to go up and step up to some challenges where we come up short. Some will we'll meet. We're learning along the way and getting better. But 
consistently being tested at that level that we're about to be this season, I think it's only, it's only going to do great things for us, bro. Yeah, there's going to be um, on the job training, man. You're going to get better. You're going to play these yeah. guys. They're just going to if they're better than you, you're going to you're going to learn how to play against them, and then you're going to get yeah. better. That's how those things work. I never got better playing against scrubs. I never got better playing against nobody. You get better playing against someone in front of you that's trying to stop you and you got to yeah. figure out how to do, how to beat it. And then you do it and you're like, okay, yeah. Confidence and we're rolling. That's right. That's right. That's how you do it, man. Man. Well, thank you so much, Zach, for stopping by. Shout out to everyone that's hanging out with us live and shout out to all, all you guys that are watching post live. Uh, make sure to go ahead and check out Zach's stuff. Zach wants you to tell everybody where they can find you. Uh, I am uh, on Twitter at the Spurs way podcast and uh, Zach underscore Montana. And on Instagram is the same thing. It's uh, the Spurs Way podcast and Zach Monty 14. So check me out. It's been nice checking up with y'all, but I'll be back. I'll be back. Yeah, man. It's going to be a lot of fun, man, having you on uh, on the After the Buzzer this season over there on Spurs Tube TV, man. So it's going to be fun. Great, man. I'm excited. All right, man. So go Spurs, go Zach. Thank you guys for thank you for coming on, man. And uh, let me see. So Spurs Nation, thank you for hanging out. Smash that like button down below. Chant go Spurs, go when you do. It sends good luck waves out to Spurs fans all over the world. Uh, make sure to hit that notification bell so you get notified when we go live and when we drop new content, new clips, new film room breakdowns on this channel. Hit that notification bell so you get notified. Um, and subscribe to this channel if you haven't subscribed to it already. All right. So if you want to go above and beyond to help this channel, go ahead and check out the Patreon link in the description below. You'll get um, uh, uh, Patreon-only podcast access. You get uh, giveaway entries, merch discounts, and shout-outs and all that stuff, right? So thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Uh, Go Spurs Go, and we'll catch you guys next week. Stay tuned to the channel. I'm working on some film room little – film room clips for the next few days right to try to get some more content out this month before uh we really get going and and training camp starts here i think uh september 28th right so so we're about to get going and we're gonna be ready to rock and roll here on spurs film room and on spurs tube tv go ahead and check out the website spurs tube tv.com go spurs go have a great night spurs nation